there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double-shot K-Cup with my guest, Justin Welsh. Can you talk a little bit about how you help take patient pop from zero revenue to over 50 million in annual recurring revenue and how you generated those valuable marketing leads? Yeah, I think the first step was I joined a company whose industry and and sales cycle and product, which I'll talk a little bit more about, I understood. So I came from ZocDoc, which was a marketplace, which essentially means you could go onto their website and search for doctors in your area and you could book online doctor's appointment, kind of like you use open table for reservations. And so I had been in the healthcare space. So patient pop was in the healthcare space. So that was a good choice for me. And we were selling low cost software. So our software was about 400 to $700 a month. That may not sound low cost to you, but it is generally considered small business. And so that's the same type of software I was selling at ZocDoc. So it was very similar to my previous experience. So that was the first thing that I did was I picked what I thought was the right opportunity for my skill set. And it turned out that it was. The second thing that I did, Andrea, and I think this is something that is absolutely critical in building a business successfully, is I went out and I hired really talented people. I worked my network. I found old colleagues. I went to events. I set up my own events locally. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to fail because I didn't have the right people. So my second point was hire people that are smarter than you, get out of their way and let them work at the company and figure out things. That was sort of step number two. Step three was we did a lot of hypothesis testing. And so what I mean by that, Andrea, is I didn't know all the answers and neither did everyone on my team. So what we would do is we would form you know, assumptions, hypotheses, and we would go out and we would talk to our prospects and we would test those and we would measure them really effectively. And then the data would tell us what's going well and what's going poorly. So we would cut what was going poorly and double down on what's going well. So if I could sort of encapsulate those three things, I would say, pick the right opportunity for you, hire really smart people and get out of their way, give them autonomy to do great work and go out, test, hypothesize, make assumptions, but make sure that you're measuring the data and you're using the data effectively to make better moves in the future. Is it a form of A-B testing? Yeah, I would say it is. Sometimes it's even ABC testing. And so if your audience isn't familiar with what that means, AB testing is pretty simple. You try one thing 50% of the time, that's A. 
and you try the other thing 50% of the time, that's B. And you measure the results and whichever one proves to be a better choice, you double down on. And so, yes, that is exactly what we did. We A-B tested things on our website. We A-B tested messaging to our prospects. We A-B tested pricing options. We tested everything. We measured effectively and we kept testing. Testing is never done. And what about generating those marketing leads, those all important hot leads, lukewarm leads that (laughs) you might be able to convert into a customer? What, in your opinion and your experience, have been the best ways to do that? Yes. So I think there's a few different ways that we did that. We have what's called a multi-channel approach. And what that means is we don't put all of our eggs in one basket. And so I had a really, really talented marketing peer, the VP of marketing, and now I believe the CMO at Patient Pop, Jared Jost. And so we worked together. He was the marketing side. I was the sales side. And here were some of the channels that Jared used to go out and generate those leads. He might use Google AdWords. So simple pay-per-click advertising would generate leads. We use something else called programmatic display campaigns. And for your listeners, that's pretty simple to understand if you think about your common scenario when you go to watch a YouTube video. You go to watch a YouTube video and you see that five-second commercial before the video, that's a display ad, right? You go and you visit a website, you go to another website and you see an advertisement for that previous website, that's a display ad. So that was another way that we got customers into our marketing and sales funnel. We worked with partners, Andrea, so people that were already selling to our customer base, but selling something different. We had them promote our product to those customers. So we had all these different approaches and we did exactly what I just described with A-B testing for each of those channels. We measured how many leads came in, how expensive they were, how many times we were able to have a conversation with them. And of those conversations, how many of them ended up buying our software. And so by measuring all of those different things, we were able to say, okay, in this channel, it costs $50 to get a customer. In this channel, it costs $75 to get a customer. And over here in this channel, it's $150 to get a customer. And again, you want to maximize the channel that's cheapest for your company. And so that's how we went out and got leads, amongst other things like cold calling, cold email, social media, We had a multi-channel approach. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee. 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.